Welcome to Training Room Talk, where we discuss all things performance, rehab, and education. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Training Room Talk. I'm Dr. John Herding. I'm here with Dr. Ray Carr. Hey, how's everyone doing today? Coach Rob Rabina. How are we doing? And Dr. Nick Perugini. Hey, team. Um, we have lost our student, Alex Stewart. Um, sorry that he's not on the podcast anymore. We miss you, Alex. But now we're back to the real therapist giving real opinions, and hopefully Alex is listening right now. But anyway, um, today we're going to talk about rest and why we believe that it's not always the best option when recovering from an injury. Um, you know, we so often hear if you're a practitioner um, – whether you're a clinician or uh, a strength coach or personal trainer, you hear all the time, well, I'll just rest it and it will feel better. Um, and so often that um, either slows the pace of recovery or it's not an appropriate recovery where things could just be done a better way to solidify um, a quicker, um, more deliberate and all-encompassing recovery process versus just, oh, I'll rest for four weeks and it'll get better. Um, that being said, too, sometimes we hear physicians telling people that, like, um, why don't you just rest for six weeks, don't do anything, and then just start running again and ease into it, and you'll be fine. Um, you know, as clinicians, we hear that, and we kind of just roll our eyes, and we, we wish that there was a different choice of language coming from the physician because for us, um, there are given progressions that people need to go through from injury and pain to return to the activity that they like to do the best. Um, so basically our, I, you know, my opinion would be, and we'll get everybody else's, um, would be rest is not always the best answer. Um, rest to recover. There's so many steps missing in that process. And for me, um, the, and we'll discuss this as the, the, um, podcast goes forward. But for me, there, there's again, progressions that need to be taken to solidify, full recovery from injury and bulletproof someone from ending up right back in the same spot several months or, or years later. So if you have the end, the, the long run end game in mind, um, rest so it will feel better is not always the best option. What do you think, guys? Yeah, I, um, you know, it's something that we, we definitely hear all the time in the clinic is, you know, if something, if, if someone's, uh, you've been to a practitioner or a clinician or a physician um, and, they're, and they're told if it hurts, you know, rest four to six weeks. Uh, and, you know, for our, our active populations, you know, I think there's a lot of problems that, that come with that. You know, the first part is that just resting and shutting someone down with, without giving them uh, an alternative or some kind of modification that keeps them in their activity or sport, whatever it is, uh, can be a tough blow to, to, to people's, you know, morale. Um, and, and their psychological side of things, you know, in addition, the problem that we see when we, when we shut someone down totally or say, you know, don't do this or rest for four to six weeks is we're actually becoming deconditioned um, from a global standpoint, uh, from a movement pattern standpoint, you know, during that time of rest. So when we do pick back up our activity after a duration of, um, you know, just for example, four to six weeks, we're actually coming back to our sport or activity in a state of, of, of deconditioning. And, and one of the things that we see uh, often is when people do come back to a period of activity after uh, a period of inactivity is we see that people 
uh, injuries pop up after doing too much too soon after too little for too long. So again, you know, our, our take on this is that, you know, there are, are times when you need to respect um, specific t- uh, tissue healing uh, timelines, whether that's, you know, for a tendon, uh, bone, or ligament. Um, those, are, those are all pretty standard, but there are ways that we can actually, you know, treat the person, treat the sur- surrounding areas during that time. So when we do come back to activity, you know, we, do, we have some conditioning left. Yeah, I mean, one of my most recent examples is I had a patient who was experiencing some um, lateral elbow pain with biceps curls in the gym, and he he's just like, yeah, I've been wrestling for four weeks, and it hasn't really gotten better, so I figured I'd come in. I was like, well, I wish you would have talked to me four weeks ago because it took him two sessions over four days to feel completely 100% better. Um, and I don't think rest helps his injury process at, um, at all. Um, and he, it, you know, he had been on a great track of training over the last four months, and he just eliminated these exercises that caused pain from his program. So he totally, like you were saying, Nick, like he totally de- deconditioned himself from those exercises, thinking that rest would help the problem, which it didn't. And then just a couple sessions of a little bit of manual therapy and, and directed exercise to help heal the injured tissue um, got him over that pain quickly. So he essentially put him four weeks back in the training process because he thought rest would just help the recovery, whereas we could have altered the training program, continued to get a training response in the muscles that he um, you know, wanted to work, and he could have um, not lost that he, um, training response after four months of, of really go- doing well in the gym. Yeah, I think um, I agree with everything that Nick and John have said so far, and Ultimately, I think what it comes down to and the issue that I have with rest and when people do rest for those extended periods of time is rest doesn't really, there's nothing that rest does to prepare your body for that reintroduction back into whatever activity it may be Um, or just to reintroduce the body back to tension in the area in your involved area where, you know, whether it's an elbow like John was talking about or a knee or a shoulder. you know, sure, rest time is always useful in the case of any injury, but um, so is like a graded approach back to activity that involves, you know, reintroducing the body to tension and load um, and not only reintroducing, but maybe refining the mechanics um, to help you better accept the load um, to to prevent really future injury as well. Is there any like injuries that you guys think off the top of your head, whether it's like an acute injury or some sort of, I know maybe for more chronic injuries, like that you would tell people to rest, like in what scenario would you say like, yeah, I think you should rest for a couple of days and then, and then come in and see me? I, th- I think it depends on the training goals and what they're trying to accomplish. And I don't think, um, a complete rest is always complete rest is always warranted because there's ways that if you, if working out or training or, you know, uh, sport is your profession there's things that we need to do as practitioners to guide you to continue to reach performance or fitness goals around a specific injury um, you know if there's a catastrophic injury like um, something that requires surgery you, like, you're probably resting maybe that joint through this performance or fitness process at, but you can continue to train around the injury if it's something that that interests you right if it's a low back pain thing and it's hard to figure that out, again, like maybe there's a little bit of rest and then graded introduction to exercise through volume and load, um, depending on what the injury is. But 
Um, I don't. I think it's, it's very. There's very few times in the populations that we work with that have actually um, said, you know what, like rest would be a really good thing for you. Um, I mean, Rob, we've seen people come like three days off of an ACL injury that we've helped them mm-hmm. train. You know, they've been able to. They haven't come come out of the the surgery with a ton of pain. Um, their range of motion's good. They're not necessarily training the knee joint that needs to go through a physiologic healing process that we need to respect certain healing timelines. But we've been able to do unilateral training with these people, which with the crossover effect, like we've mentioned many times before, like how it can help maintain a training effect in the injured limb, right? And then as the healing process um, is appropriate, then just like we always do and what our jobs are is our load tension volume management to get the injured tissues or any tissue for that matter to um, respond to progressive resistance. Yeah, I think I think that's a big piece there is I think when people do say recommend rest, what they're kind of skipping over, you know, maybe it's from, I, I don't know, a laziness standpoint is uh, just the idea of minimal effective dosing, right? Is finding that sweet spot where you know, we, you still are getting some load on the system or on the tissues or even, you know, like John says, you know, working around, whether that be crossover effect or even training, you know, uppers instead of a lower on a lower body injury to produce just a, a hormonal response. You know, there's no reason why, why we can't do that. So, you know, again, when you're just saying I need you to rest this area, um, I think in most cases you can find a minimal effective dose through some sort of exercise to get a, a, a stimulus in there that again is is respecting you know the patient's probably subjective um, you know subjective complaints or reports uh, and also the physiological you know healing times that w- that we'll have to respect in, in, in most kind of surgical or traumatic cases. Well, like you said there, Nick, there's a with training there's a hormonal response of increased testosterone that's going to help a healing process. There's a cardiovascular response of that's going to improve the healthy healing things getting to an injured area because right. your cardiovascular system stays in shape. Um, there's a physiolog- there's the psychological effect of someone oh feels God, like absolutely. they're not sitting mm-hmm. out on the sideline. They're still working towards their goals. Mm-hmm. Like there's these, these different effects on so many levels that are just going to compound um, uh, the effects of the healing process mm-hmm. to help someone come out of an injury even better. Right. That's, that's um, something is better than nothing. Yes, exactly. Yes. That kind of sums up, I guess. Our and minutes. and there's so always far. a way. <laughs> right. And and there's always a way. And like you said, Nick, Never like a it, no, it's a lazy response to say just rest. Like yeah. completely with with all those the hormonal things, the cardiovascular benefits, the strength, all, all that stuff. The psych benefits, just, John, are huge. Like that's from a, from a, from a training side. You know, I'm not really treating any injuries or pain, but you know, if someone is hurt or um, you know they're told not to do something. I immediately tell them, yes, you can exercise. When can you come in to start exercising? Rob, think and then about their our spirits. Their spirits just pick right up. Yeah, our, our it's young game changer. What she's was she twelve years old? The ACL oh, patient yeah, just yeah, had yeah. surgery. Oh my god, yeah. She was. She came with no range of motion in a knee brace. Doctor told her she needed four weeks to rehab to gain back range of motion. How quickly do we gain back range of motion? A week. And did and there was one PT session and no manual. No manual and three training sessions a week. And she was scared, like she was pretty much scared to move her knee. And we're like, well, yes. this this yes. is the process. You're gonna go upstairs and you're gonna start your strength and conditioning program for these four weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, after a physical therapist assessment, we determined that she could probably get a range just by not being scared and mm-hmm. training. That mm-hmm. she right. did. It wasn't a soft tissue thing that needed 
ton of manual mm-hmm. work. Mm-hmm. Um, and it took her how many sessions to be comfortable up there? Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I think that's the other thing, too, I was going to bring up is uh, specifically her just watching her in, interaction and, become, and her getting introduced to exercise and her becoming more comfortable. You know, after she was able to kind of do some of the exercises without feeling like she was a, you know, baby, like just like a broken, you know, kind of flower. Uh, like she wasn't delicate. Uh, I think her confidence started to jump up, and uh, I'd probably say like probably two weeks after two weeks of training, yeah, she's feeling great, happy, smiling. And then I, she just had her surgery, so she's gonna come because we were able to start her on the strength and conditioning process four weeks before the surgery. She's gonna come out on the other side. We helped her mentality prior to the surgery. We helped her mom feel better about the process. Yes, that yes. was a new experience for her. And, you know, her mom was thrilled that we didn't see her as a broken person. Um, and, you know, because we didn't buy into the just rest with the knee brace and we'll just do like heel slides for range of motion. You know, I think the outcomes are going to be even better. And she's a stud. You can see that she's going to be a stud athlete. Um, but I think that opens her her eyes and her family's eyes into um, – you know, just a training process that hopefully will serve her for the rest of her life. Yeah. Yeah, and I think that that's it's so important because I, I always try to think about putting myself in, in the shoes. And, you know, we were all athletes here, and we know how crushing it can be when, you know, you, you had an experience in, your, in, in the past where you go to see a doctor, and the doctor says, like, you, like you have to rest. Like, you are hurt, and, and you are out for four to six weeks, and how crushing that is. And I just was thinking about last week we had a patient come in who's been, been having a, a hard time uh, playing baseball and, and just how, you know, just shook up he was ab- about that, you know, after after his, um, you know, doctor's appointment. But uh, I think it's I think it's important to know that sometimes, you know, there are times when you have to have real conversations with, with your patients on when you actually do have to rest sometimes. And, it, it, and in real, real serious, serious injuries – um, there are going to be times where specific movements may be contraindicated, but again, going back to the beginning of what we talked about, there's always going to be, be a way to, to work around that and reassure you know our, our people that you know although we're going to be resting for a certain amount of time, there are things that we can do, and then after that time period is up, we're going to get back to it in a, in a graded manner. So I, I think it's important if you are on the patient or the um, you know, the injured person side of this, like it's very important that you need to seek out a medical professional that thinks this way and that can guide you through the process. Um, seek out a medical professional that has a good team of physicians and strength coaches or personal trainers around them so that the process can be coordinated and you can be cleared for some of the things that we're talking about. Because uh, you said, like, there are times where we might have to put someone on the sideline, but if we're actually thinking through the process and not taking a lazy way out, things can be accomplished through an injury. So make sure that you're not just saying, oh, these guys are saying I can train through this. Make sure you're finding right. a good team right. of people that can guide you, um, one of them being a medical professional and a good strength coach that's on the same page so that um, you're not re-injuring the tissue and you are making the progress that you need to make. All right, guys, I think you kind of got the, the – gist of that show um a quick and easy one please if you have any comments or questions just let us know leave a comment on the podcast please also continue to spread the word because we love to continue to build the audience and um hopefully you think we're putting out some good stuff um so as always guys until next time thanks for listening